Have you ever thought that you finally reached the place you always dreamt of, and yet something still feels like it's missing? Has a tiny voice in the back of your mind ever kept you up at night, whispering, there's got to be more than this? If you have lingering questions or feelings like these, I'm excited to introduce you to this week's podcast sponsor. Kim Knievel supports people to find more purpose, meaning, and joy in their lives through a blend of communications, events, and spiritual offerings. She uses tools like the Akashic Records, which she calls the story of your soul, to help people connect to their intuition and ultimately own the story they came here to live. I got a reading from Kim earlier this year, and I can personally attest that the information was so potent. Learn more on her website, kimkinevel.com, or just click the link in the show notes. Welcome to Off the Grid, a podcast for small business owners who want to leave social media without losing all their clients. Let's go off the grid. Okay. Let's go off the grid. Okay. I know that you really want to put your phone away. Yeah. Let's Hello and welcome to Off The Grid, a podcast about leaving social media without losing all your clients. I'm your host, Amelia Ruby, and I am here every week to share creative marketing stories, strategies, and experiments for doing business with radical generosity and energetic sovereignty, and hopefully, let's be honest, making some money along the way. Last week, we kicked off season three with my money story, at least a piece of my money story, where I shared how I have been overcoming under-earning over the past decade, as well as how much money I made in 2023 and three things I'm doing differently in my business this year. It was a packed episode, especially considering it came in at like 45 minutes or less. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it is a great way to ease in to your year, because today we are going to be kicking off a super fun mini series that I'm going to be doing here on the podcast to inspire your marketing plans for the year ahead. Over the next month, I'm going to be sharing some episodes that I'm thinking of as my 24 in 2024 series. And this is the first episode in that series, which if you read the title is called 24 Ways to Boost Your Visibility in 2024. It's going to be a really expansive way to start the year, bringing you all of these different ideas for ways that you can boost your visibility, nurture your business community, and make more sales in the year ahead. And of course, because this is off the grid, we are doing all of this visibility boosting without social media. Before we dive into today's 24 things, I do want to remind you that there is a free leaving social media toolkit that you can get in the show notes. You're definitely going to want to go grab it before you dive into this week's episode because the third part of that toolkit is a creative marketing ideas database. And today's episode is essentially 24 ideas to put in that database and then plan your creative marketing experiments for the year ahead. 
head. So head to the show notes, grab the free toolkit. If you're listening when this goes live, you also still have a week to go grab our free five-day leaving social media challenge. If you sign up for that challenge, you will get five daily emails that walk you through my plan for leaving any social platform. It starts with some really supportive journaling prompts to help you get clear about your decision to go on a hiatus or to exit entirely. And then it takes you through really practical steps about choosing other marketing channels, setting up your profiles as an archive, and making the announcement that you're leaving. All of that's in that challenge, and it is free for all Off the Grid listeners through the end of January 2024. So if you're listening when this episode comes out, you can still go grab it for free. And if you are a listener from the future, that challenge is now exclusively available to Interweb members. So you can still get it. You just need to join the Interweb, which if you don't know by now, is our annual membership for creative small business owners, freelancers, artists, and anyone who wants to share their work and make money online without a social media presence. So head to the show notes for links to the toolkit, to the five-day challenge, and to the interweb. And then my last super quick little announcement is that if you love this podcast, you can now purchase an ad on your favorite episodes. So we're offering dynamically inserted ads at the start of every episode this season, as well as embedded ads halfway through the episodes. This is, in fact, a great way to boost your visibility in 2024, to get your business offerings and products in front of hundreds and hundreds of really amazing small business owners like yourself who listen to this podcast every week. And you can find all of that info, including rates in the show notes. So once again, head to the show notes, grab your ad spot, get your toolkit, take the five-day challenge, join the interweb. There are so many ways to be more engaged with everything that I'm here to share and offer on Off the Grid. And now that I've told you all about those, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode, sharing 24 ways to boost your visibility without social media. Okay, welcome in, my friends. Today, we are talking about 24 ways to boost your visibility in 2024. And of course, because this is off the grid, we are doing all of this visibility boosting without social media. Let's start by talking about what I mean when I say boost visibility. So when I say boost your visibility, what I mean is getting your work and yourself in front of new people. What are new people? Those are people who do not already know about your work. So as I explained way back in season one of the show, a link to the episode in the show notes, but back then I explained that your marketing strategy needs to do three things at any given time. It needs to grow your audience, nurture your community, and sell your offers. Those three things. Let me say them again. Grow your audience, nurture your community, and sell your offers. So when we're talking about boosting visibility, we're talking about the first of those three things, growing your audience. Your audience is the people that you are putting your work and yourself in front of. 
And I want to pause here to talk a little bit about the word audience. So I've noticed that this word has started to really like give people the ick over the past year or two. I think as more and more of us have gotten sick of social media, we've come to question kind of the role of the quote unquote influencer. We've gotten sick of parasocial relationships and the word audience can get rolled up in all of that. I see a lot more people saying things like, I don't want an audience, I want a community and the like. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I too have had some of those feelings, but that's why I want to pause here because I want to be really clear about what I mean when I say audience and why I differentiate between audience and community. And I think you actually need both. So in my framework, your audience is the people who are generally aware of and maybe a little bit excited by your business, but they are not yet consistently engaging with your work or purchasing your products or offerings. So I like to think of my business community at large or the relationships around my business in three concentric circles. So on the outside, the outermost circle, we have the audience. These are the people who know about you and are just getting to know you. If this is the first episode of Off the Grid you've ever listened to, you are in the audience circle. Welcome. I am glad you are here trying this podcast out, and I hope that you stick around and that you move closer into our next circle, which is the community circle. So if the outer circle is the audience, inside of that we have the community These are the people who regularly engage with your work. So if you are subscribed to this show or you're on our mailing list, that's you. You are part of the -the off-the-grid community. And inside that circle, we have clients or customers. So these are people who have bought something from you. They financially support your work. If you're an interweb member, that's you. You are part of that inner circle at Off the Grid. And I am so, so grateful that you're there. So again, I think of our business relationships as three concentric circles. Outside, we have the audience, then we have the community, and inside of that, we have the clients or customers. And those three circles, those three sorts of tiers of relationships correspond to our three marketing strategies I mentioned earlier, right? You grow your audience, growing that outer circle, nurture your community, tending to that middle circle, and sell your offers to get more people into that inner circle. So this is how I think of business relationships, how I think about the relationships around and within my business. And when I'm thinking about boosting visibility, I'm thinking about growing my audience. Now, I need to say one more thing before we go into these 24 ways to boost your visibility or grow your audience, because here's the thing. Every business needs relationships. I think that every business needs an audience but not every business needs a big audience. And this is really important because this is what social media teaches us. Social media says your audience should always be growing. It should be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It can never be big enough. And that should, that your audience should be bigger is something that we're trying to release here at Off the Grid. When we let go of our social media platforms, we let go of our social media shoulds, we can let go of the idea that we have to have a big audience. The size of audience that you need is going to be based on your business and the types of things that you sell. 
So if you listened to our episode with Michelle Warner last season, you know this. You already learned all this when she talked about relationship marketing. Your business might be able to thrive on a few close relationships and referral partners. And in fact, my business softer sounds is a lot like this. I don't need a big audience to thrive at softer sounds. All I need is a few dozen editing and production clients a year, and I can get those by cultivating close relationships with current clients and with referral partners who will refer new clients to me. Like Softer Sounds doesn't need a big audience. It's a business based on high-touch services. So it requires a lot of relationship marketing, but not a lot of audience growth. And that, frankly, is great in some ways. (laughs) I set it up that way because I didn't want to have to grow a big audience when I launched my first business. Now, in contrast, for Off the Grid, I do need a bigger audience because through this podcast, what I'm trying to sell this year is an affordable annual membership and ads on our episodes. Our ad rates are going to be tied to how many people listen. So I need to grow the audience so I can raise rates on ads, so I can put your amazing, wonderful products and services in front of more people. And because the interweb is so affordable, it's currently, as I'm recording this, only $129 per year. Because it's so affordable, I need a lot of people to join the interweb if I want to make more money or make a living from that offering. So to do a little bit of quick math, if I want to make $25,000 a year on interweb memberships that cost $129 per year... I need to sell about 200 memberships per year. So then if I know that, if I if I know that I need to sell 200 memberships a year, how big does my audience need to be to make the amount of money that I want to make? Well, generally, there's a sort of rule of thumb that you can expect a 2% conversion for e-commerce or online business offerings. So now I need to figure out if I need to end up with 200 memberships, how big of an audience do I need to start with such that when I convert 2% of them, I end up with 200 buyers. And when I do that math, I learn that I need an audience of 10,000 listeners or email subscribers in order to get my 200 interweb members. Theoretically, again, it's all an estimation, but it's helpful because that tells me like, wow, I do need a big audience off the grid. I need 10,000 listeners. I do not currently have 10,000 listeners. All of you here are early adopters. You have come to the show before we have made it big, and I am so grateful that you're here. But the point here, what I'm circling us back to, is that the first step of growing an audience is knowing if you need to grow an audience and how big it needs to be. Pause here and take a moment to ask yourself, do I need to grow my audience? Do I need to boost my visibility? And if so, how many people am I trying to get my work in front of? Those are three really important questions to ask yourself. If you don't pause and ask those questions, you might fall right back into the trap of growth for growth itself and feel like you just have to keep growing and growing and growing and also feel like you're never growing enough at any given time. And that's like a really quick pathway to like shame spirals and to feeling like we're failing all the time. So all of this is to say, before you dive right into doing these 24 things for boosting your visibility, I really want to invite you to pause and consider if you need more visibility this year. And if you do, how much visibility? How many new people do you want to invite into your audience such that you can achieve your sales goals? 
Again, we don't have to start with visibility. We don't have to start with growth. We can start with goals. That's what I love to do. And as you heard here, I have big goals for off the grid. So I need to focus on visibility. But my goals for softer sounds are different. They don't require a big audience. So I really encourage you to think about your work, think about your business. It's really variable based on your offerings, based on your pricing, based on your goals. All of that's going to play into whether or not you need to boost your visibility. And once you've felt into that for yourself, now let's talk about how to boost your visibility and grow your audience in the year ahead. So if you want to do that, if you want to boost your visibility in 2024, here are 24 creative marketing experiments that I'd invite you to try. Okay, so the first four things on this list are ways to prepare yourself for increased visibility. This is what we do to get personally and practically ready for audience growth and the more eyeballs that come with it. Because let me tell you, if you are not prepared for your work to suddenly be in front of dozens or hundreds of thousands more people, it can feel really overwhelming. So let's start with a couple ways to prepare for that boosted visibility. Number one, take new headshots or brand photos that you love. Let me tell you, it sucks when you get asked for a photo for a podcast or a newsletter or a book jacket and you're like, oh my God, I only have photos I hate. (laughs) Get some photos that you love. It helps you feel more confident in being visible on the internet. Number two, write a new bio and practice speaking aloud about what you do. So nothing is worse than someone asking you, what do you do? and you sort of fumbling over the answer and having nothing to say. I know that elevator pitches get a bad rap, but they are so helpful to practice. Being able to speak clearly, concisely, and briefly about who you are and what you do will help you feel more confident when your work gets put in front of a bunch of new people. So that's number two. Get that new bio going and practice speaking about what you do. Number three, create a landing page or website for your work online. This does not have to be super fancy. Frankly, it could be a Google Doc or a Notion page that you redirect to yourname.com. What's important is that there's an easy way for people to find you online. And especially because since this is a podcast about growing without social media, about boosting your visibility without social media, if you're not going to be on social media platforms and people search for your name, you definitely want to be online when they search for your name. So if they Google you, let's make sure that there is a website that they will find. Again, it doesn't have to be complex. As I'm recording this, if you go to ameliapruby.com, it's just a landing page I put up that links to all the other work that I do because I'm redesigning the whole back end of my website, which is a whole other process. <laughs> but what was important is that I didn't just take the whole website down or not make the website at all because I'm not quite sure what my work is doing right now. Instead, I just made a landing page that was super clear, super simple, so people can find me online. So that's number three, create a landing page or website for your work online. And number four is make a media kit. If you are really focused on boosting your visibility this year, you're going to want a media kit. I know it can feel super formal, but it makes life so much easier. And it means that if you randomly get a great invitation to be on your favorite podcast ever or to be interviewed by the biggest celebrity in your hometown, you want to be prepared. And your media kit is how you're prepared for that. In the most basic form, your media kit's going to include your bio, links, photos. Some media kits I see include like 
areas of expertise. Sometimes media kits will even include like great questions to ask me. There's all sorts of things that you can put in, but just having a media kit, ideally in like a PDF printable form and a digital linkable form, it will take you so far. So again, those are the four things that we're doing to prepare for boosted visibility. We are taking new headshots or brand photos we love. We are writing a new bio and practicing speaking about what we do. We are creating a landing page or website for our work online, and we are making a media kit. Got it? Check, 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 check. Yes? You're not literally doing that right now, but (laughs) that's what I recommend, doing one or more of those before you go into all of these creative marketing experiments for boosting your visibility without social media. Okay, number five on our list is post a flyer in a local coffee shop. I have been really thrilled to see some of my podcast clients doing this lately. They are flyering their neighborhoods and getting new listeners in the process. So I think that your flyer will hopefully be attention grabbing. So, you know, starting it with a question, having it be a little provocative in a gentle, inviting way, not a like shocking, rude way, (laughs) but putting something out there that grabs people's attention and then directs them to your work. Number six, start an email newsletter. This is so obvious, or I have said it so many times (laughs) that at this point, I hope that you have an email newsletter of some sort. But if you want to boost your visibility, sending emails regularly to a list of people who are interested in your work is so important. So starting an email newsletter is a great foundation for boosting your visibility in 2024. Of course, if you listen to this show, you know that I love to use Flowdesk to start a newsletter. A ton of people I work with love to use Substack. It's a great way to boost visibility on their network in the year ahead. There are lots of different places you can host a newsletter, but just having one is what I think is so important. Number seven, be a guest on a podcast. So guesting on a podcast is a fantastic way to get your work in front of someone else's audience who are all new people to you and what you do. As the marketing folks put it, leverage other people's audiences. But really, you're just trying to talk to people who haven't heard of you before and share more about why your work or your art or your writing or your book or your hair clips or your amazing healing sessions would be so supportive for them and so exciting to them, right? So being a guest on a podcast is so great for all of that. That's number seven. Number eight, place an ad in a newsletter, in a magazine, or on a podcast. There's not always an opportunity to be a guest or to get a whole magazine feature or a newsletter feature, but perhaps you can just place an ad. Give them an amount of money, send some text and a link, and they will promote your work to their audience. I really like to place ads for lead magnets or free workshops. So I've definitely placed ads on newsletters for the Leaving Social Media Toolkit, just bringing more people in that haven't heard of me, giving them some value up front and saying, hey, do you want to leave social media? Come get this toolkit. Come listen to this podcast. Ads can be a great way to do that. And of course, as you heard me mention in the intro, we are now placing ads in Off the Grid. So if you want to put your work in front of the listeners of this show, you can do that. Head to the show notes for more info. All right, let's move on to number nine. Put a sign in your window or yard. So this is a fun one. And I see a lot of like kind of old school businesses do this and so few 
online businesses do this. But like, I think we can take our online businesses into the physical spaces we inhabit. So let's take a tip from all of the like construction and home reno people out there, right? Like if somebody gets their roof redone or their house recited, the company that does that will ask if they can put a sign in the yard and people will drive by and see like, wow, what a great roof. <laughs> like, I don't do that, but I assume other people do. And they're like, wow, that house used to be green and now it's like really clean and white and amazing, right? And then if there's a sign in the yard that tells them who did that work, they can just snap a photo when they're ready to recite their house they can call that person, right? So how can we take that strategy into our own businesses, into our online businesses? You know, if you live in a house, you can put a sign in your yard. If you live in an apartment, you can put a sign in your window. Like again, what is something attention grabbing that if people go by, you will kind of spark them to learn more about what you do? Not too different from posting a flyer in a local coffee shop. We're just doing it a little more centrally around where we live. Number 10. Ask a friend with a mailing list, podcast, or social media following to share your work with their audience. Once again, we are leveraging other people's audiences, as my friend Amy Koretsky calls it, our OPAs, other people's audiences, OPAs. So if you have a friend who's got a mailing list of 100 people or 100,000 people or a podcast that gets listeners or they're on social media, even though you are not, ask them if they will share your work. Of course, ask with humility and generosity. Is there something you could do for them in exchange? Let's not be entitled or expect that our friends will just promote all our stuff to their audiences all the time. But I think there are so many opportunities for cross-promotion that are overlooked because we're just maybe a little too nervous to ask. If you want to boost your visibility in 2024, asking everyone you know who has an audience, if they might be interested in sharing your work, or if you could do some sort of promotional trade, that's a great way to boost your visibility. Like work with the network you have to make sure that you're really getting in front of everybody's people. And as a result, bringing new people into your world. Okay, number 11, host a free workshop or event. So I love hosting workshops. I love having events. And I think that this can be a really good way to boost your visibility, to grow your audience, especially when you pair it with some of these other ideas. So host a free workshop or event and then place an ad in a newsletter about it. Post a flyer at a coffee shop about it and invite people in through that free workshop. So when I launched Softer Sounds, the first January we were in business, I did a couple launch your podcast this year workshops. And a bunch of people came to them and they became some of the first people on my mailing list. And some of them have since bought other things from me. But that free workshop series, which is such a great way to bring people in, to establish my expertise, to lend a spirit of generosity to my business. And it really did boost my visibility especially when I was just starting out. Number 12, create and distribute some very visible merch like stickers, t-shirts, or hats. So things that people will wear or put on their stuff. I'm not saying you should like invest a lot of money in merch, especially if you're in the earlier stage in your business. But when I was just starting out as a podcast editing freelancer, I got all my clients ask me about my podcast stickers. I made the stickers. They just said, ask me about my podcast. I printed them, I think using Sticker Mule, and I mailed them to all my clients. And then they would put them on their computers. And if they were working out in public, people would come up and ask them about their podcast. They got to share more about their work. And often they would say, oh, yeah, I got this sticker from my editor, Amelia. So things like that can be a great way to boost your visibility. 
And of course, you know, if you make merch, you too can wear your t-shirt, your hat, your sticker and be like a walking billboard for your brand. Highly recommend. If you don't love it, who's going to love it, right? It's yours. You got to love it. Okay, let's move on to number 13. So the 13th way to boost your visibility in 2024 is to live stream on YouTube, Twitch, or another platform. Now, first question you're going to ask me, Amelia, aren't those social media? And my response is, yeah, kind of, sort of, (laughs) maybe, but not exactly. I think that if you love just hanging out on the internet and you want to invite some new people to join you, live streaming on YouTube with a name for your stream that's like really keyword focused can be a great way to bring new people into your sphere. If you hate being on video, don't do this one. Not everybody has to do this. But over the past year, I've found a few creators I admire through live streams like this. So I think it can be a great way if it's something that feels fun and easy to you to boost your visibility. Number 14, attend a meetup, conference, or community gathering and introduce yourself to at least three new people there. This is where your elevator pitch is going to come in handy. So, so often when we're trying to grow our online businesses, we forget to just go out into our communities and tell people what we do. It's so important to practice this. It's so important to be a part of the world that we live in and to be able to speak about ourselves and our work. So if your business exists exclusively online, I suggest mixing it up a little bit and trying something like this. All right, number 15 is create a zine or a book. Now, I know that writing a book is not just an NBD, I'll do that in an afternoon, Amelia, sort of thing. I know it takes more work than that. But I do think that one great way to boost our visibility is to create some type of physical product like this, a zine, a book that shares our ideas and then can travel through the world beyond us. So, you know, a zine or a book could be a product that you are selling, but it also could be a promotional item to boost your visibility. You make this zine, you print it at the local Staples, Kinko's, FedEx, wherever you print these days, and you send it to 50 people whose addresses you have in your address book. Past clients, friends, family members, your old college roommates, whoever it might be. Maybe you send them two copies and you say, hey, one of these is for you. And would you please give the second one to someone you think would like it? Great way to boost your visibility, get your work in front of new people. Our 16th way to boost your visibility in 2024 is to optimize your website for SEO or search engine optimization. So, If you have a really great website, especially if you are writing blog content for it, a great way to bring more people to your work and boost your visibility is to work on SEO. So what do I mean by that? In the most basic form, what I mean is that you should identify what searches you'd like to show up for and create some high quality content for those searches with the keywords clearly in the titles of those posts. So let's do an example here. Let's say that I sell neck pillows for really cool travelers. Like my neck pillows are covered in faux fur. They're really cool colors. And I want to sell more of them. I need to get them in front of more people next year. So if I want to use this strategy to do that, if I want to optimize my website for SEO, obviously I will want to have a good shop sales page set up already so people land on my website can just buy them. But now, but when I'm thinking about optimizing for SEO, I'm thinking about content I can create that will bring people to the page. So I might write blog posts like, 
10 ways to make your neck strip more comfortable, or 10 ways to ensure your neck never hurts after traveling again, (laughs) or five neck pillows that aren't embarrassing to tote through the airport, you know, things like this. Those would be the sorts of content that I might come up with. In addition to just coming up with these sorts of fun ideas out of my brain, I also might use some keyword search tools to see what types of things are people searching for when they search for neck pillows? Can I create some things that might land high in those searches? Additionally, like all the things that people might search for where I want my neck pillow to be a solution to that search, an answer to that search. And then I'm making high quality, engaging, exciting content that's bringing people to my website. And when they land on that blog post, you know there are gonna be a lot of different places where I'm I'm giving them click-through links to buy my fancy neck pillows, right? So that's the SEO cycle. Of course, I will say like every SEO expert does that this is a long game. You want to optimize your website for SEO now so you can expect to see results in six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years. There are blog posts that I wrote when I launched Softer Sounds in September of 2021 that I would say are just now really picking up in traffic. But they do deliver consistent traffic to the Softer Sounds website, and I never look at them or think about them or update them. For instance, I have one about our top eight free podcast art templates in Canva. That one gets quite a bit of traffic. And then on that page, there is a box to get our free podcast launch toolkit. And people who get that are then sent a nurture sequence all about our podcast launch course, on and on and on. So our 16th way to boost your visibility is to optimize your website for SEO. Let's keep moving through these other ways to boost your visibility in 2024 without social media. Number 17, volunteer your expertise to a nonprofit or mutual aid project. Again, what do you do well and how can you do it with some new people? Volunteering is a great way to meet new and different folks in your community or across the world. Number 18, write an article or essay for an online publication. This is another way to get your work in front of new people. Can you pitch something to Forbes? Can you pitch an op-ed to the local newspaper? How can you write something that's on the topic area of what you sell and get it in a publication that will put you in front of new people? Number 19, create business cards and give them to your friends and family to share. Mail some to your past and current clients and ask them to share as well. Again, what we're doing here is taking your existing network and asking them to share with new people. A business card can be a great way to do that. They're so simple. I have some for softer sounds. I share them all the time. Number 20, rent a booth at a local craft fair, business fair, or trade show. Once again, we're getting out there in person, y'all. We are putting our work in front of our community. If you make products or own a shop, like you're probably very familiar with this, but I'm always trying to invite the online business owners among us to think about ways that we can show up in person. Number 21, share something you've created on Pinterest, LinkedIn, or Reddit. Once again, I know your first question is going to be, Amelia, aren't those social media? And once again, my answer is going to be kind of, sort (laughs) of. So these sites are sort of like social media, but I think a key difference is that they encourage and support linking out to other sites. I do think that LinkedIn has deprioritized this, but Pinterest is still pretty good about it. I think it still works fairly well in Reddit, although I don't use Reddit, so maybe I'm wrong about that. But I'm just trying to think of sorts of online message boards and marketplaces that are not owned by Meta or whoever owns TikTok. ByteDance, I think. 
Number 22, run a contest or giveaway with aligned partners. So this is a really great way for brands and businesses to come together and share their networks and put their work in front of a whole bunch of new people. Last fall, a textile business I really like did a giveaway with five other businesses in their area. And you better bet that I put my email address in that giveaway. And I knew they were all going to get it. And I was going to get on all their mailing lists. And I was like, take it. I really hope I win this, right? So now I get emails from other businesses that I'm really interested in and that I admire who make ceramics and who sell books. And like, I never would have heard about them if not for this giveaway. So I think this can be a really nice way to boost your visibility, get yourself in front of other people's audiences once again. Number 23, apply or pitch yourself to speak at a conference. So with this one, we are literally getting on stage in front of new people. You're going to be so visible, might take some polishing up on your confidence and your speaking skills. But this sort of practice, I find really ripples in our visibility efforts in all parts of our business. And finally, my friends, number 24, this one's a little counterintuitive, but I really felt like I had to throw it in there at the end, which is schedule invisible time to support your ongoing ability to be more visible. So what is invisible time? (laughs) My friend Grace Allardyce calls it cave time, but it's basically time that we set aside to not be doing work in public, showing up for clients, putting your face out there in the world, having to get all dressed up every day, having to worry about how you're presenting yourself. When we are working on boosting our visibility, we can pretty easily get burnt out on all of that public facing time. Being hyper visible or just being more visible than you're used to can be exhausting. And so in this list of 24 ways to boost your visibility, I just really want to encourage you, if you're doing this work in the year ahead, to make sure you plan some intentional time where you get to go back into your cave, where you get to be, quote unquote, invisible, and you get to rest and not worry about putting yourself out there. All right, that's it, my friends. In this episode, we have talked about 24 ways to boost your visibility without social media. I also reminded you of those three essential marketing activities, growing your audience, nurturing your community, and selling your offers. In the next episode of our 24 and 2024 series, we are going to talk about how to nurture your business community without social media. That's where we're getting to know the people who are already engaged with our work better. That's where we're taking care of our clients. That's where we're making some more personal one-on-one relationships that can really help boost our business growth. All that's happening in the community. So make sure you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss that episode. And if you loved this and you're like, Amelia, will you make me a checklist of these 24 things? The good news is, yes, I will. All you have to do to get it is join the interweb. So interweb members are going to receive a really fantastic Notion dashboard full of all three of these 24 things lists, including some of my recommendations and notes. So of course, here on the podcast, you get the whole list for free. You can listen to it, take notes, make your own list. But if you want a already populated for you, easy to navigate Notion dashboard where you'll get the list of 24 ways to boost your visibility, 24 ways to nurture your business community, and 24 ways to sell your offerings, you'll find that in the interweb. So you can head to the show notes to learn more about the interweb and join today. As I mentioned before, 
Annual membership is currently only $129 a year, which is a steal in my opinion. So come join us in the interweb. Let me know how your experiments with these 24 ways to boost your visibility go. I would love to hear which ones you're trying, how they're going for you, which ones do you love, which ones do you hate, which ones work great, which ones don't work at all. Send me an email, send me a voice message. I'd love to hear about it. So with all of that shared, I am going to log off for this week. I'll be in your earbuds every Wednesday through the end of June. For now, I will see you beautiful, wonderful people off the grid and on the interweb. Thanks for listening to Off The Grid. Don't forget to grab your free Leaving Social Media Toolkit at offthegrid.fun slash toolkit. This podcast is a Softer Sounds production. Our music is by Melissa Caitlin Carter of Making Audio Magic, and our logo is by Natalia Studio. I'm your host, Amelia Ruby, and until next time, I'll see you off the grid and on the interweb. Let's go off the grid. Okay. Let's go.